laugh at this next part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That. Who writes these? Huh? You should have this person locked up and looked at. Live from Golden Ox Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Steve Mers and David Horning on this week's episode. It's, all, it's often what the adopter says about the adoptee. Because it's not like when you adopt a kid, you know, and you're like, oh, this is my new son. He has a name. He's going to grow up. He's going to like food and cars and whatever. But like you just adopt an animal and then you go, this is what this thing is all about because it's an extension of what I want. And here it is. Look how good I am that I brought this thing into my house. And like, dude, I, I adopted a cat. He was fucking whack. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode of You Can't Laugh at That with Rand Barnaclo, check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod. Become a patron and you'll receive access to more than 18 minutes of bonus footage deleted from this recording, including old-timey terms for sex, what Rand would do if he were king, and the meaning of alt-comedy, as well as so much more. So check out our Patreon. Again, that is patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod and you'll receive access to bonus footage from every single episode of You Can't Laugh at That. Welcome to You Can't Laugh at That, the podcast where we take topics you can't laugh at and we find ways to laugh at them in the never-ending quest to prove that anything can be funny. Uh, Joining us today, joining us meaning Steve and I because Steve is here. Hi, Steve. Oh. Good talk. Uh, joining us today is Rand Barnaclo out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Rand was up in Cleveland a few months ago and just had a killer set. He was opening for Brendan Ayer. And, uh, and well, I feel like we talked backstage for the entirety of the first show. Um, mm-hmm. It was good shit. I was like, oh, we got to get this dude on the podcast. And so here we are. What's going on down in Cincinnati? Nothing. The same is going on everywhere. It's just like... Cool, life's still a nightmare. If you cough on your meemaw, she could fucking keel over in a week. Yeah. So you just gotta you just gotta, you know, keep wearing a mask, keep watching your hands, not talking to your meemaws, not talking to your peoples. Hmm. I don't really I don't really talk to my meemaw anyway. I haven't talked to my grandma in 20 years. Yeah. No. We got into a big fight over popsicles. <laughs> that that sounds <laughs> that sounds deep. Care to elaborate or is this a personal that'll thing? end it. That'll end it. Yeah. Well, she she wouldn't give me and my brother. Uh, she wouldn't give my little brother. It wasn't even about me. She she wouldn't give my little brother a popsicle because she didn't have enough for everyone. And uh, a couple a couple minutes later, the the a couple of our cousins had the popsicles and we didn't. And I always thought, well, that's because my parents are divorced and she's treating us this way. So I just <laughs> I just haven't spoke to her for two decades because. <laughs> You don't burn me once. After you burn me once, it's over. You know what I mean? Ooh, even, for, 
Even for my grandma, it's done. I don't even know what's going on with her. <laughs> that sounds like a, a formative moment in your uh, your eventual biopic. And you know what, dude? And I'll tell you this. You know, you know what else pisses me off is uh, I actually don't think after a certain age you should even talk to your grandparents. How about that? Holidays mm-hmm. only. Yeah. What are you? You're gonna call your grandma and she's gonna be like, "Well, I saw a bird today." It's fucking boring. I'm not talking. Yeah. To her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rand, uh, like I said, is based out of Cincinnati. He has three different podcasts, uh, which is a good amount of podcasts. You can find Rumble Lips, Thunder Slime, Mr. Cheeks, wherever podcasts are found. Yeah. 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 Rumble you- Lips is me by myself. Okay. And I just did a, uh, I was, I was looking up those meditation apps, those like Calm and uh, Headspace. And I yeah. just did an episode where uh, I, it's me and you, the listener, and we're sitting on a porch in a lodge in Montana. So I got sounds of like a rainstorm and we're looking for an elk. So I, I just put out a 40-minute meditation podcast this week. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm a fucking idiot. Steve is a hard nut to crack. Yeah, that's why he chills. In the, <laughs> that's why he's in the shadows. Yeah. The guys like, the guys like just woke up. It's three. <laughs> you do give off that that vibe, Steve. Steve's a tired boy. Are you tired? <laughs> tired of your shit. Oh, hey, <laughs> get him off the Zoom call. Get him off. Uh. <laughs> You can also find Rand's album on iTunes, on Spotify. Uh, it's the Banana Tape Volume 1. It's very funny. Uh, so good laughs in there. And if you enjoy yeah. it, Venmo him. Yeah, Venmo me a couple bucks. Because yeah. I, I didn't want iTunes to make it uh, $10. They set the price. They were like nine ninety nine because you have 13 tracks. And I was like, well, so I put it on Spotify for free. And if people want to, um, if people want to, if people stream it, I mean, just Venmo me a couple bucks. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. It's not like I'm looking. Yeah. <laughs> this is really <laughs> the only reason he's on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, it's not like I'm like, wow, somebody listened to it. I just want people to listen to my stand up. Just tell your friends about it and give me two dot three dollars. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and ran tours as well. Uh, so if he's in your town, or if he happens to, because we have a lot of listeners from Cleveland. So if he's ever in hilarities, definitely check it out. It's a good time. Hopefully, it's an experience. Hopefully, hopefully I'll be back at hilarities. I love that club. Yeah. That club fucking rules. Yeah, that was a, that was a good weekend. Speaking of your album, let's just keep pushing the album, man. Because uh, we're okay. going to talk about, we're going to talk about <laughs> a track that's on the album. Because uh, today our goal is to figure out what's funny about adopted pets, like rescue pets. There's a litany. I'm not the, I'm not the fucking groundbreaker of pet comedy. George Carlin had jokes about cats and dogs. It's like I just think I just think it's funny the 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 people the it's it's all if often what the adopter says about the adoptee because it's not like when you adopt a kid, you know, and you're like, oh, this is my new son. He has a name. He's gonna grow up. He's gonna like food and cars and whatever but like you just adopt an animal and then you go this is what this thing is all about because it's an extension of what i want and here it is look how good i am that i brought this thing into my house and like dude i i adopted a cat 
he was fucking whack. <laughs> <laughs> he was so whack. And I loved him. He was great. Thank God he didn't live to be 10. He was like five years old. All of his litter mates died within a year. He was part of a bad batch. Mm. He was a <laughs> he was a bad batch of cat cum. And then he's like now, you know, now he's like dead or whatever. But I bought him organic cat litter and he just was like, well, I'm just going to shut my kidneys down because I'm not peeing in that. And I was like, dude, it's for the smell. And then I had to take him to the vet. Dude, he wouldn't drink out of still water. I had to buy him a cat water fountain that would like he was like fucking p diddy's cat i was like what? <laughs> we, live, we live in a fucking hovel in downtown cincinnati and you're making me buy you a fucking water fountain and he'd jump in the shower with me all the time it was always <laughs> wet i was get a fucking wet cat running around my apartment <laughs> he wanted to like sit out on the fire escape but it's like you can't you're always getting sick i miss him every day but it's like you know he would play fetch and he would do cool shit, but I bought him organic cat litter and he shut his kidneys down and I had to take him to the vet. <laughs> he that's, shut his, he shut his own kidneys the, down. That's actually a real joke. I, I took him to the vet and then the vet walked in and he said, this is all the joke though. But the, I mean, it's, it is a joke. He, the vet walked in. He's like, we couldn't give him a catheter. We couldn't give Randy a catheter. And I'm like, yeah, my cat. My cat's name's Randy. It doesn't matter. He didn't come to it anyway. But he, he's like, we couldn't give him a catheter the traditional way. What we had to do is we had to put it in his back. So for the rest of his life, he's going to have a little scar tissue by his spine. And I was like, what do you mean you couldn't put the catheter like old school down the pipe? And then the vet told me, oh, Randy has the smallest penis I've ever seen on a cat. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's cool. Can we just put him down then? Is that an option? <laughs> he thanked you. And then I just go say, like, you know, I don't have no little dick animals living in my house or yeah, like yeah. whatever I said. But yeah, that, but then he had, he actually died because he had diabetes. Mm. Damn, uh, defective. Yeah. Does, do you have a there cat now? Have, there must have been a lot of sugar in those cat extends I was giving him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I don't have a cat now. I often think about getting a cat. I fucking love a cat, dude. Yeah. yeah. I've, some... I've always wanted one of those cats that will sit underneath a chair. You know when the chairs have the little flappy, the little, not the recliny part, but the little, just that little curtain, like, so yeah. you don't see the ground or what? I've always wanted a cat that will sit under one of those, and as soon as a guest or somebody sits down, it just goes at the ankles, you know? <laughs> Steve, it's... what are you, a snake guy? <laughs> no you're not really weighing in you're doing crowd work on me yeah what, i don't like you're, that you're not really i don't in. i don't know if you know me very well but this isn't gonna go well yeah i don't this isn't gonna go very guy? well at all it's, a, it's not crowd work it's a podcast i know why are you on then i don't know you i met you're the you. only person we've had that's been on during our podcast I'm just kidding, by the way. Uh, Are you a snake guy? Yes, I like snakes. Do you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, what kind of what kind of snake do you got? Red tail boa. Copperhead. You you own a copperhead? Yes, I do. <laughs> do you live in an apartment? I'm a Pentecostal. Okay. <laughs> oh, so it's a church. Man, you're from Cincy. Uh, yeah, but we don't have church snakes. You're close so- enough to Kentucky. You know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. 
All right. What do, you, what do you use your copperhead for? I don't know. Just <laughs> masturbation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got him defanged, so I can yeah. fuck his mouth. No, that's <laughs> the fun part. You keep him fanged. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Was he a rescue? Well, this is the thing. It numbs the region. So you can just go to town and you last longer. So, but then you have to go to the hospital. <laughs> can, I, can I ask, what if the region is, uh, and this is just, you know, hypothetical, but what if the region has been numb for 11 years already? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I didn't even specify the region yet. You guys are just jumping, jumping. Perineum. Ahead. Yeah. Perineum. The perineum. The frenulum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cats and shit. Um, yeah. let, let's talk about your bit uh, from your album. Jeremy, fire it away. Do you want yeah, to... Oh, you mean the bit I'm deleting off the album? The the Stray Cats and Dogs one? Yeah. I'm not doing that joke anymore. No? No. I'm deleting it off the thing. Oh, man. So this is like the last chance people get to hear it. I think people feel worse for stray dogs than they do for stray cats. Right? I think so. Gang? Yeah? Probably. Yeah. Because what happens? You see a stray dog in a neighborhood, collar, no owner. What does everybody do? Help it. It's somebody's family. That's someone's fur baby. Help it. It's someone's son. But if you see a stray cat in a neighborhood, you're like, this is a bad fucking neighborhood, dude. <laughs> What is that? Are we in a favela? What the fuck is that? <laughs> People have these beautiful adoption stories for dogs. They're like, oh, it was a house fire and the mom dog burnt up, but me and my sisters got all the puppies and now they love us more than our own sons. And, yet, and you're reading it on Facebook and you're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> this is how you adopt a cat. You just go, uh, come here. All right. <laughs> You live over there now, not gonna name you. <laughs> not gonna come to it. Did you flinch? Did you think I was throwing a real cat at you? There's no cat up here. That was just the magic of acting. Can you believe that? Fucking scared a lady with a phantom cat. What the? You have a bad day? You've adopted a dog? You have a bad day? Adopted dogs like know you help them. They like owe you. You know what I mean? You have a bad day, you adopted a dog, you come home, and the dog's like, oh my God, you had a bad day, I love you, I'm your dog, I'll sit on the couch. <laughs> cats don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> you have a bad day, you come home to a cat that you adopted, and cats are just like, hey, remember when you sprayed me with the squirt bottle nine years ago? I've been shitting under your bed, I'll see ya. <laughs> All I'm saying is there's no soldiers coming home to cat videos. Who was that guy that was like? <laughs> <laughs> Notice that laugh on that on that track. <laughs> oh yeah, it's there the whole time. Thanks for having me on. That was embarrassing. <laughs> it's a good bit. Why are you uh, just out of curiosity? Why are you taking off the album? Because um, me and uh, I, well, I've been doing that bit for uh, like a a year or two years. Mm -hmm. I've been doing that bit for a while. And I have a, I don't know when another, another comic who's got more credits than me. I watched one of his clips on um, just randomly. It popped up and it, his bit isn't even about 
stray animals. His bit is about something else, but he has a very he has a very quick line about uh, there's no videos on the internet of soldiers coming home to cats. And I was like, ah, man, that guy's like way more popular than me. His shit came out like during the quarantine though, or like right before. But, and I had been doing that joke forever. So God knows how long he's been doing that. joke. I was just like, man, fuck. It's, it's not like I didn't even, I saw it. I, I like even asked a couple comics. I was like, what do you check? Keep doing. And they were like, yeah, just keep doing your bit. It's not the same bit at all. He's like, there's a line in there. So I changed that line, but then I'm like, ah, what's the fucking, what I'm going to be a comic. That's like, tethered to his cat and dog joke i don't yeah. fucking care i got a million different jokes i don't care right be, be willing yeah. to kill your babies yeah i yeah, mean yeah. it's not it's not even really it just sucks because it's like the dude that has that bit is like super fucking funny to me but but it's all and i i'm like met the guy but it's like man it sucks it's like it's just parallel thinking it's like i never you know i i couldn't recount to you any of that per- person's bit it's weird i was just like I think it was on Instagram. I was scrolling through Instagram and that was like a clip. And I, and I heard that line. I was just watching it in earnest. And I heard that line. I was like, Oh, what the fuck? So now I'm like, <laughs> and I put that on a fucking thing in March. I put it on my like mixtape. His bit isn't even remotely close to the setup or anything. It's really weird. He just has like a very offhanded line about it. like, it's just like, he might've even just been riffing, but it's like just a very offhanded line that he just says that, and then he's like back into his bit about the mailman or whatever. I don't know what he's talking about, but yeah. I was like, Oh fuck man. That's that line. Yeah. I guess when, with there being a billion comics now, there's no way people aren't going to have similar lines, but. Oh, it happens all the time, dude. For, for just me or just like with me seeing comics, local comics have jokes that are similar to others. And you know that they're not even taking it because of whatever circumstances. And it's just like, I hate that, that that, that happens. Yeah, dude, that's that's exactly what it is. Because, like, I mean, St. Germain's come to go bananas. He's never, ever said that. It would have never gotten into my head. I thought it was funny because I said it. And then the 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 manager of go bananas, like the GM, posted on my Facebook wall a video of a soldier coming home to a cat. Because <laughs> it, it was during crowd work. I, I, some, I said it, and then some lady said, yes, there is and i was like or she said something combative and i said there's no videos of soldiers coming home to cats and it was just like a riff line i was like well well i'm the king and then like you know months later i'm like man fuck you know i even i i talked to some comics about it i'm like it it sucks like i can't like i put it out there already they're like well don't delete it i'm like well what's the point you know that's why when you were like you want to do uh that bit i was like well i'm not really doing that bit anymore you know right Right. I mean, you know, it's a good bit, um, but I understand where you're coming from. I mean, there are just are there are so many comics out there. It's oversaturated and everybody has a cat or dog joke. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I, I like my first my first like five minutes I had a, that t- your cat is a small dick joke. And, you know, it's like I, I like to just go fuck around. I mean, really, when you sit there and you like write jokes, you're like. Oh, this will work, or this idea will work. You really just don't know until there's humans in front of you. Right. How did that bit come about uh, from its conception? Like, where did the idea I come thought from? it was. I was. I live in a shitty neighborhood. I always have, but I was like, well, I think I was just going for a walk, and I noticed 
that every like every time I looked down like a little side street down here, there were like cats fighting over banana peels and cats jumping out of fucking trash cans. It was like a fucking Disney movie and all the alleys down there. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, why is it's like always stray cats? And I just always feel like dogs are so coveted. Then you look on Instagram and it's people like, oh, look who I adopted. And it's a dog with like a fucked up head. And it's like, oh, it, it, a, a house fell on it. And he's mine now. He's like, killed a kid, you know? And they're like, we saved him. And it's like, well, I don't, they're like these coveted animals. And I, I always thought it was funny that like when you go into a, uh, when you see a stray cat, you're like, this is a bad neighborhood. I always like that line. That's my, that's my favorite line of the whole joke. If I could flip the joke. That's the way I would flip it, you know. Yeah, yeah just because yeah. I I like that line the best for some reason. But that's <laughs> that's how I started opening it. But because I was like, "What are we in a favela?" Yeah, that I love that line. Yeah. It's just like a, you know, it's just like a cat. But it's like cats are like looked at as like fucking rats when they're like running around an alleyway. People are like, "Ew!" And it's like, well, it's just a fucking little cat that you would have like on a windowsill, you know. I don't know. Yeah, the favela tag is is like uh, is one of those things where it's like it's really good, but only like thirty percent of people know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. There's been a couple <laughs> people that have come up to me like after a show or something, like favela. I'm like, yeah, dude, <laughs> you get it. Self follow, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think I think I was watching a uh, a thing about the Medellin cartel, and they were talking about the favelas in in. Uh, in Colombia, and I was like, yeah. "Dude, that's that word is so much funnier than ghetto or the hood or whatever yeah. you would say." I was like, "Damn, I love favela. That's that's like what I'm going to name my son. I think <laughs> it's a great name. What is this favela Barnaclo? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that's that thing. I, I, you know, you can you can say the first thing that comes to mind. You can say the second thing that comes to mind. But like everybody's." usually already one step ahead of you, you know, so you just something simple as switching up the word to favela rather than, you know, ghetto or hood. Did you? I, I think favela st was just a riff. Cause I think yeah. I had watched okay. whatever Pablo Escobar, whatever, like I watched those <laughs> like international, uh, I'm getting, I'm going to jail for sticking drugs in my asshole in a country where I shouldn't have. And then I watched those shows and they're like, you know, deep in the favelas. And I was like, what a fucking great word. And then it just shit like that. will just bleed into my, you know, into my act when I'm like yelling or talking shit to an audience. I'll just say a word I heard earlier, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. say, I'll just, I'll say like fucking, I have a video where I, where I say, or a video, I have a bit where I say innocuously and <laughs> And it's just stayed in the bit. Oh, I think it's in Uncle Penis. Where I'm like, <laughs> just innocuously, I was like, you know, don't, whatever. And I'm like, why do I say innocuous? Like, I'm not, I'm not a smart comedian. I'm, I'm a fucking stupid guy. I go up and I'm like, dude, what can it? A little dick. And like, people are like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. But it's weird. I, I'll like just retain a word. You can't laugh at that. Rescue birds. <laughs> Um, not a real thing. Not a thing. Yeah, you don't rescue a bird. You trap a bird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never you understood people who have birds as pets. Birds that birds that are injured are called food. Mm. Even in cities, because I've also, I've often thought about like you know, there's got to be people that have like these beautiful parrots 
and shit like that. And they like, like let it go around their apartment and in the springtime, the parrot like go, jams out the window and it's just gone. You know, you never see like, help me find my parrot. I did. There was one in my neighborhood uh, a few months ago. I saw it and I was like, oh, that bird is dead. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. as soon as a beautiful red parrot goes flying into like any downtown area, the, the hawks are like, look at that fucking piece of candy. That looks yeah. so good. Yeah. Me and all my hawk friends are going to rip that thing to shreds before it lands. Yeah. <laughs> me and my buddy, me and my buddy did rescue a bug. Um, we rescued a grasshopper. It was beautiful. It was huge, iridescent. It was gorgeous. It was probably like, it was probably like the, the grasshopper in Cincinnati. I would say the premier stud grasshopper. This thing was gorgeous. And it was bouncing off of the, the back glass doors at our job. And I was like, let's get, let's get it. You know, this is years ago. I'm like, let's say this fucking thing. So we got one of them little clear delis and we put it over it. And then he opened the door and I like, go be free. I think we named him, you know, whatever fucking hoppy. And we're like, go hoppy, go. And, and the thing's like flying into the morning sun. And it's like, actually it was like a fucking beautiful moment. And then it landed in the middle of the street. And I'm I'm not exaggerating. Seventy sparrows descended on it and ripped it to shreds. They ripped it to shreds in a way where you could actually <laughs> see the liquid coming out of the. Oh yeah! I was like, man, dude, that was such a bummer. That, yeah. that was probably running from them. Found a little way to get inside, and we just fed him to the lions, the sparrows. Oof! Yeah. That's funny. I love those like those scenes where where people like rescue something and then they let it free and then it immediately it's just like a hawk swoops down or that's just the, so funny. The to best me. video on the internet is the guys that are training the hawks. Have you seen mm-hmm. this? These these British dudes are like, "Go on there, Chauncey!" and the, the hawks like <laughs> flying around this field. He's like, "He's gorgeous!" and then the hawk flying and flying, and they're like, "Go, Chauncey!" They're doing all the claps, and then the hawk kind of veers out in a bigger circle and then the circle gets bigger and these guys are cheering and then a semi truck just clubs the hawk and oh. kills it dead and they're all like oh god and the video cuts off but uh <laughs> it's the best video on the internet <laughs> oh youtube uh, hawk gets killed dude there's a video of a cat being like just strangled by a hawk in the ghetto and this dude is like oh look at that that's what you get that's what you get and i'm like oh my god Dude, I felt yeah, bad. see, I, I can't. I, I guess it's just my my pussy ass American sentiments, but I can't watch hurt dog, hurt cat. I don't even like seeing the dogs that try to jump up on the kitchen counter or something to get like a piece of popcorn and they biff it on their ribs. Dogs aren't made to be on their ribs like that. I don't. Mm. I don't even like those, even though they're not even hurt. I'll watch a fucking snake get fucked up though, dude. Oh sorry. no no! Don't talk about snakes like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steve's a sorry, snake guy. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that video of that dude that rescued his his little dog from that alligator. Uh, did you see that one? Oh yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. I like. Just that has video. a cigar in his mouth. He's in Florida, yeah. obviously. He went underwater and he still had the cigar in his mouth. After I would have just spit it out, but you know, <laughs> maybe he's a little distracted by the whole alligator thing, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly, Jeremy. That is a, that's an actual dog rescue. <laughs> Like he, it was just like a little, like tiny pocket-sized dog that was a puppy. Yeah, basically like half eaten by this alligator, and he just like pried the jaws open, and the dog ran out. And that's still alive. Yeah, yeah. 
It was still yeah. alive. It could run away. So that was good. It yeah, was the dog was good. Uh, just I looked into it, of course, because after you watch a video like that, I'm like, I'm like you, Rand. I'm like, fuck, like, this dog better be good or else mm-hmm. I'm going to be mad that I even watched this. The dude probably broke some fingers. I'm sure. He, see, yeah, I, I, I did see a kid in a trailer park pick a snake up. His uncle was like, you want to see something crazy? And his, <laughs> his, his uh, and I was like, yeah. And his uncle picked up a garter snake by its tail and then spun it around his head. Until the garter snake puked all of its guts out. He's like, snakes' bodies can't handle centrifugal force. And then he just went back and back. <laughs> It's a white trash Bill Nye. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that guy was fucking crazy. I think he's in jail. Hillbilly Nye. Right. Damn, Hill- Damn Hillbilly Nye is actually super fucking funny. And a man. <laughs> is that a real thing? No, no well, I mean, it oh, should be. Man, I did um, watch a Pentecostal documentary like last week, so like that's fresh in my head. I saw these snake dudes, and like his dad died from a snake bite, and then he like went to the hospital, and it's like, dude, just stop fucking with snakes, dude. Just like yeah. let them go. Yeah, dude. I, I there's there's a running bit because there was this show uh, down here in an old converted church, and on the stage there was a little door like a little door. And I was like, what's in here? Snakes. Every time I went up, I would ask if what kind of church this was. And then I would ask if there were snakes in this door. Mm-hmm. Got to laugh 40% of the time. <laughs> I like those odds. Speaking of rescue, uh, I think the, uh, the vernacular, like the word, the language that we use rescue, that's very, it's very self-important. Yeah, um, nobody flew down on a fucking helicopter with one of them orange stretchy things and was like, I'll take a golden retriever. They were like <laughs> just in a thing, and you were like, there, that one there. Jim Gaffigan has a bit about rescuing a dog. It's pretty good. Jer- actually, Jeremy, will you pull that one up? I love any bit that kind of that jokes about the, the verbiage, like the word choice, like the meaning of the word. Yeah. Because we do, we, we pick weird words for things. I mean, you're, you adopt, you're adopting it. You're not rescuing it unless you actually go in and, and save it from something. That's which is saying today I got a dog. Yeah. That's I'm it. Telling you, it's a pet adoption. Just say you got one. I think right. the only time it's rescue is when they're about to be put down in like a place and then you take it instead of letting it die. But, but yeah, people that's use true. It, they yeah. use it too widely though. You're right. It's like, it's not always just that. It's just like buying, getting a dog. But it, but it's not like the dude that you're getting the dog from actively has the gun on its head. It's right. like whatever. It's like you're not really you're not swooping in at the thirteenth hour. You're yeah, salvaging but... it. Yeah, <laughs> you're salvaging the dog. This is a reclaim. Yeah, this dog is on clearance. <laughs> like to like let the record show here that um, the only injured bird that isn't food is Larry Bird. Mm. Hey, that's good. <laughs> Three points for Jeremy. Good. Yeah, three. That's why, that's why Jeremy needs to stay unmuted, dude. <laughs> he swoops in. He swoops in with something like that every once in a while. It's great. In the fucking 13th hour. I got my kids a dog. I rescued a dog. Thank you. Thank you. I, well, it's not like the dog was drowning. The dog wasn't a victim of sex trafficking. I just went in a building, gave a guy money, and got a dog. That's how I rescued it. After that, I rescued a pizza. <laughs> I actually I had to wait to rescue the dog because the dog was in Jamaica I don't know if it was on vacation but I rescued a dog from paradise 
so he could live in my crowded New York City apartment. Sometimes I put the leash on the dog and it looks at me like, I used to run on the beach. <laughs> and now I sleep in a cage. My only hope is that one day you'll get rescued. <laughs> but rescue is the language of today, right? And we mean adoption. Now, people don't even say they own dogs. Now people say they're a dog parent. But I feel like dogs are different from kids. Like, you, you never hear a parent say, you know, my son had some behavior problems, so we gave him to a friend who had a farm upstate. <laughs> and we can run around and we'll visit him on weekends. He's my favorite clean Catholic comic that looks like a Norseman. I think he's <laughs> a very really, he's so funny. I love that guy so much. Our generation, I mean, dog parents, like we're not having kids, so we have to feel important. So I'm a dog dad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how many, how many babies you could just like go drink bottomless mimosas with the girls while you leave it at home in a cage, <clears throat> but you're not a parent, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right, or I mean, you can bring it with you on a leash and have it sit underneath the table. There's so many restaurants to, now. I tried to talk about, um, that's fun. I actually tried to talk about that before. I tried to say, um, if you could bring your dog to a bar, like what if you just were like, well, then I'm bringing my horse to the bar. <laughs> right. I'm bringing my horse to the bar. The horse is coming to the bar because it's got a red vest on that says it's a, it's yeah. a fucking it's emotional a therapy support. horse. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's an emotional support horse. And then your horse is in there like fucking kicking terriers across bocce ball courts and shit. <laughs> He's like scared of fire. You know, it's like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have a trough? Giant Jenga falls down one time and your horse is like bucking people over bartenders. <laughs> <and shit. laughs> I mean, yeah. Emotional support peacocks. I mean, that was in the news last Dude, year. The like thought, the thought of an emotional support horse is so goddamn funny to me for some reason. <laughs> I don't emotional. know why it's so funny to me. An emotional support. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like, I don't know why it's so funny to me to take an animal that is not supposed to be like a public, like horses have largely been in public for most of our history, longer than cars. They were in our public spaces. And now we see somebody on like one of those carriage rides, like one of these fat Midwest couples and like real tree camo, like going through a shitty park. And we're like, boo, you fucking boomers. You know, and it's like, mm -hmm. no, you know, whatever, dude. Horses have been around forever. Yeah, you can't, you, that's a horse that needs rescued. Yeah. My rescue horse used to be a carriage horse, and now he lives in my living room. <laughs> my house stinks. <laughs> and cages that big are expensive. Yeah, they cost. Yeah, his cage cost sixteen thousand dollars. Stable. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope. So. And also, every time there's a thunderstorm, he kicks a fucking hole in my wall. Yeah. <laughs> I had to spend $87 on sugar cubes last month. <laughs> Anytime. Teaching a horse to roll over is really funny. <laughs> I've seen Pretty it. Right? They do that, right? Yeah, I mean, on accident. I think, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like if somebody cuts their legs out. But I think it'd be <laughs> funny if you had like 
you just took your horse to the dog park. You like rode up on it and then you're like, all right, go play. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Like kicking up dirt. There's all these people with their little coffees. Like, oh my God. Yeah. That's really funny to me. <laughs> no, no. He was a rescue. I, no. I saved him. No, no, no. Don't let your, don't let the little dogs get near him. He's scared of little dogs. <laughs> He's also he was, scared of mice, thunderstorms, fire, old-timey <laughs> guns. <laughs> Not the new ones, just the really old ones. He, does, he doesn't like red. He doesn't want to hear a sword being unsheathed. He likes carrots, apples, sugar cubes, and grass. <laughs> Hates guys that are under five foot five. Yeah, yeah. It's real spooked around that. And you can't ride. And I can't ride. If I eat a, if I eat a pizza, I cannot ride him because I'm over the weight capacity. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't people just, I mean, train their horses to go back home. And then you go get drunk at the bar. You go lay on your horse. It just takes you home. Yeah. Horses, you shouldn't have to direct it. Dude, I'm telling you, I think people with multiple DUIs should be made. To, they're never allowed to buy a car. They have to drive a horse. Yeah, that'll keep people honest. Yeah, that's just that's just the uh, that's just the original self driving car. It would <laughs> it would also be so funny to be like, dude, where's your uncle? He'd be like, he'll be here in about two days. He's got to ride his horse off. He's got his party. <laughs> he's riding his party horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, party horse. It's just like a concession of horses. People like wasted on them. And also there wouldn't like the car accidents would just be insane. It would be like, well, sorry, some guy on a thoroughbred fucking T-boned me, broke his horse's neck. We had to get it towed off the road by another bigger horse. I mean, what a nightmare traffic used to be. Right. <laughs> sorry, my car took a shit on the brick road and a bunch of the horses slipped. So we were late. <laughs> we were late to Christmas. She's one horsepower. <laughs> wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be awesome if there was like the greaser versions of dudes, but we never invented cars and it was just everybody <laughs> drove a horse and it's just dudes on there like with leather jackets. They're like, oh, my horse is on fucking roids, dude. You got, you got like nitrous tanks on the back of your horse. And fucking hooves aren't even on the ground. It's like... <laughs> This baby's American made. That's American yeah, muscle right. right there, baby. That's Look at right. all the torque. Yeah, there's a lot of my horse got a lot of torque. Look at that cock. Yeah. Look at the <laughs> cock on my beast. <laughs> See, that's the thing that that's the thing that sucks though, too, about we we're we're not all driving horses still. Is going on the road, number one, would be a nightmare. Uh, for for stand-up, you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I would love to do. Uh, I'll see you in Appleton in four weeks. I'm going to leave Cincinnati right now. That's the only thing that sucks. But I, I'm wanting to think that planes are still around, but we just did not figure out cars. <laughs> we'll be here any money. He said he was on a Mustang. <laughs> it's American yeah, Mustang, baby. Remember all the cool names for horses? Yeah. Stallion. Yeah. Or like also like people would name their horses like, Hello, I'm Barrington the Third, and this is my horse, <laughs> Widow's Peak. And like you look over, yeah. it's, like, <laughs> it's like a lightning strike. That's right. It. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have the same effect when you're in a Civic. The yeah. silhouette in front of a lightning strike. No. 
Yeah, you, when you got your Civic out back and you're like, oh, that's my CRX. People are like, so just come inside. It's so <laughs> <long."> <laughs> This is a used, this is a used uh, thoroughbred. You think dudes back in the day, like when New York was still like, it had like brick streets and everybody rode horses. You think dudes back in the day used to get laid off of how good their horse looked? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd be willing to bet. For you think sure. so? Like ladies, the ladies that had those birdcage hip dresses, you know, mm. with the fabric over them, where they it always looked like a it always looked like a lady was like coming out of a pile of laundry, you know, those dresses. <laughs> and she, <laughs> yeah, and she's just like she's just like I fucked him because his horse was clean. That mm. would rule. I want to go back in time to hear those. <laughs> <laughs> if if ah. Tinder were around now, just dudes with their like. Arms on their horses with like yeah. sunglasses. We, we partook in some horizontal refreshment. <laughs> you know, you know, those are uh the I looked up, there was like a whole article of like all these old timey terms for sex. They're hilarious. You gotta look them up, dude. They're so funny. Imagine imagine trying to to explain that you've instead of having kids, you have dogs to that generation of people. <laughs> Like go back a hundred years. It's like, oh, my family name lives on. How old are your children? Actually, <laughs> actually, we don't believe in having children because I want to travel more. This is my, <laughs> this is my fur baby, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the name of my cat, hey, Ricky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we this were gonna name my- her Eric, um, but that's not a lady name. So we settled on Ricky, but the language, just how much it's changed that, you know, you, you take a dog off the street and you give it a forever home now. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of dark. I'll tell you what, brother, that home ain't going to be forever home with coronavirus. If we don't get another stimulus check, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Isn't that right, mm. brothers? Yeah. Notwithstanding. I feel like a forever home is a great thing to call a nursing home. <laughs> you take your grandparent <laughs> yeah. there. It's like, this is it. Yeah, yeah, eternal abode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forever home. You're just, your grandpa's just it's like, I'm lying to me. <laughs> this is so, so temporary. So, I'm going to heaven. Dude, my grandpa loved the retirement home. Oh, he yeah, liked yeah. Being, I think he felt like a king. I think he, he just liked being waited on. I think he felt <laughs> legit like he's like, well, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Somebody brings me <laughs> soup. Every day, I get to hang out and play checkers with all these other idiots. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd be good at being a king. You've got the accent down. That's right. I think I want to be, I think I'm, I just want to be picked up from a chair and put into a big car and then driven <laughs> somewhere. I want to I get a new pair of shoes and make a guy carry me. Laughing. <laughs> How old were you in 99? Uh, I was one. Okay. Dude, are you really 22? No. <laughs> you just no. did the math perfectly. You're, yeah, well, not great. really, but close. <laughs> I have a late birthday. I know you're not 22. I'm not that you look super old, but I know you're not fucking 22. <laughs> it's so funny. Like when I won't wear a hat, I'll just go in anywhere and like I'll just start telling whoever for no reason, apropos of nothing. I'll be like, yeah, well, you know, because I'm 22, I don't really know a lot. And it's right. so fun. It's so fun. I can't wait for stand up to come back so I can just lie about being 22. That's what I want to do for like 10 minutes. I want to talk about what it's like to be 22 
and and how I hate bald people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, what you, so that's what you. That's what you miss. <laughs> that's what I miss. I want to go up on stage and see a bald guy and make fun of him and call him a bald piece of shit and just look at how I look and be like, you have no idea what it's like to be 22 with thick hair. You know what I mean? I want to do that. That's what I miss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, you even, you know, you do this in your album a few times. I mean, we talked about it already, you know, just how you weave the crowd work into it, but you commit to it so hard that it just, you almost like force it to be funny. It's, it's so scary. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Crowd work's scary. It's the most fun thing ever. We were talking about that before we started. It's like, yeah. the most, it's the most fun. I mean, people are like, crowd work's easy. It's like, dude, it is not fucking easy. Cause like, if you gauge something incorrectly, the, your whole shit is ruined. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. is ruined. <laughs> if you're like, if you're like, what do you got, AIDS? And then the guy has AIDS. <laughs> You're yeah. like everybody's like, boom, dude. What the fuck? That was way over the line. But if you're like, you know, I don't know why you would ever say, "What do you got, AIDS?" I don't yeah. know why. You would. <laughs> I don't know why you would ever say that. I've seen that with cancer before. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Because yeah, I I used to have like a, like a little crowd work saver line at, at the beginning. If they didn't clap the whole time I was going up to the stage and got to the microphone, if they were like dead silent waiting. I would say, what is this energy? Did every, every, everybody come from putting their dogs down? And <laughs> it, would, it would work, except for then there was a lady in the front row one night that was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I was like, well, I'm glad it's dead. You know what I mean? And then like, whatever. It's like, if, you were, if you were really that sad, you wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? So like, there's like saver lines through it, but it's like, Man, that could have like went really off the fucking rails. Mm, yeah. Especially the first thing you do. <laughs> turn the crowd a, against you. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's the other thing though. If you're if if people are I I I'm trying to find out, dude, I've been watching like these videos uh of great public speakers, you know, like like a Martin Luther King and like just to watch how he emotes. And how engaging he is. I'm like, is that a learned thing? Or is that just something he fucking embodied? Like, I don't understand what makes somebody so great at being able to be like engaging and encapsulating and all these things. But the people that are watching those videos, let's take Hitler off those lists, number one. But I mean, because nobody who's watching those videos are like, that's the energy I'm going into work with tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah, but, was he a good public speaker or did he just yell? Was yeah, he one of those like comics that just yelled to overcompensate for the fact that they aren't saying anything? Okay, you invited me to be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, Hitler was not that great of a public speaker. I don't think he needs to be on those lists. He just yelled and a bunch of people listened to him because they had to. But it's like, right. look at the engagement. Watch, yeah, but when you watch people like, 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 MLK or like, you know, like they, I think George Carlin was on that list and like old school Carlin was cool. Like he was like very like engaged. I don't know, man. It's, it's weird. It's like, I'm trying to figure out how like to skirt that line. So they're really never, ever against me. Like the only way the crowd could ever be against me is my goal is if I fuck up in the first four seconds you know, like if I walk on stage and I'm like, 
you're gay, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> say something insane that I would never say. But if I fucked up that, that's like the only way they're like, fuck this guy that like there's because sometimes they just do not give comedians chances at all. I'm right. like, y'all paid to be here and you are not giving it a shake at all. Like they're just over. So it's so weird. Crowd mentality is so weird. It is very weird. It's weird how if they pay for a show, it could go either way. Like they paid. So they're invested in having a good time or they're like, well, I fucking paid. This shit better be fucking good. Yeah, that's yeah, the, the arms crossed being like, you better make me laugh. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, that is not the energy that we need as Brody this to work. Brody Stevens, like, yeah, arms crossed negative. You know, like that's, that's yeah. I love I love that thing he does. It's funny. He says he says he says something about arms crossed. Yeah, he's like arms crossed, negative, negative, not, negative, negative. Like uh, I love that, that. That's good. Yeah. I'm not familiar with if if somebody has their arms crossed, I'm always like, uncross your arms. What are you, my dad? And yeah. that always gets, <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. Gets a, gets a good laugh. I did it in Appleton, and the dude like doubled down, but he was like a good sport. <laughs> you see, like if people do that shit, like that obstinate shit, that's so much fun. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, fucking great. And then for the rest <laughs> of the time, I try to like, I I always will throw any joke to that guy, and if he laughs, the whole crowd will laugh. So now yeah. we're like in on it together. That's what I mean. Like crowd shit is so fucking weird. It's right. cool. It's like really fucking cool to me. I would love to just be, have you guys ever seen Jimmy Pardo? Yeah. I Dude, haven't. Yeah, he's he's unfucking believable, right? Like his crowd shit. He's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Were, you, were you psyched? Yeah. He's got like, uh, like Asperger's, but in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> which is usually a good way, just for the record. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. like people with Aspergers are great, but it's, it's 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 like he's got a superpower. Like, yeah, dude, he's like he remembers everybody's name. He remembers like everything they talked about within the full hour, and then he like starts bringing shit back up attributed to his jokes. Yeah, dude, and he's like crazy. doing this thing where he's like, mm, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. funny. Yeah, he's unbelievable, man. He like uh, I watched him at Bananas. Um, do he? You know his full weekend. He did. I think he didn't do Sunday. I think he did four show or six show, five shows. And he just every single show was different. He would hit some bullet points and some jokes that he knew would kill, and he would have like not really a lot of a setup. He would just start and just tell his little story. Meanwhile, doing crowd work, and by the end, it was like a fucking fever pitch. And I was like, dude, crowd work is not easy. It's like fucking hard as shit, especially to do it at a high level. It's easy to go up on stage and be like, what do you do? And then they're like, oh, I'm a fart technician. And then (laughs) of course course that'll work. They gave that to you. But for you to like, for a comic to go on stage and like pull out stuff and eventually go back and be like fart technician, get getting, that that shit is fucking hard, dude. That's why yeah, like where they have like a system going by the end of the yeah. show. Like, yeah. yeah, dude. Where like even audience members are expecting you to say something to them and then you do and then you say an even wilder thing and it gets crazier. Dude, that's the best shit. Yeah. That to me is like better than being like, so I guess that's why you call my dad a pocket rocket. And people are like, yeah, or whatever. I, you know, I would rather be like, you look like you fuck motorcycles. And then flip a table. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather do that shit. 
I can tell you're definitely a good crowd working kind of a comic because I mean, like a lot of people we've even like on the podcast, like you can just tell that these comics they just do their jokes. And they could be really good comics, but they're not like crowd workers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's it's because it's fucking scary. It, it's like a tool. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? In like two years, maybe I'll be like set up, punch, tag, and that's all I care about. But mm-hmm. it's like this is the point of stand-up where i'm like dude i only care about the crowd shit i think it's because they're there i I, Mm -hmm. my shit won't translate on tv you know what i mean because i like you can't really do crowd work i got i have one i have one joke that's actually a jokey joke it's my favorite joke that i've ever written it's 12 seconds long but it's like i can't do just that i don't that i've only written one of those you know what i mean it's like right I mean, it, it wouldn't feel authentic, you know, if that if that's how you got up on stage. Like, you you have a very infectious personality when you're up there, and I think it is because you commit to you double down on. Like, if someone says something or if somebody coughs, you double down on it, and that commitment people buy into. If you're like hesitant about it, you know, it's like, should we be on board with this or not? And you're just yeah. like, no, fucking, you're with me or you're not. We're we're doing this together, and it's it's such a good energy. I think yeah. my next my next uh, thing I want to try to film at Bananas when it opens. Um, I want to do this thing called "You're Out of Here." When I was in Cleveland, was I kicking people out? I don't think I, uh, I don't think I, I, always, I didn't see that. I always I always do. I'm surprised I did. I probably said it, but like whatever. Like usually at Bananas, if somebody will <laughs> if somebody will just like be enjoying the show and be like, I don't like the way you looked at me. You're out of here. And I would like, just try to get the security guard to come over and kick him out. And it, you know, whatever, it's like a fun thing. I want to film a thing where I'm actually kicking people out of the show until it's just, <laughs> until it's just like me and like five people. Like I want to, I want to throw comics that were on the show out of the, and it just always cuts away to a security guard walking over and people like getting their coats and fucking leave in the club and be like, yeah, I, I want to do that so bad. I would love to just have some modicum of fame in stand-up comedy so I could kick people out of shows. And, yeah. it, and it would be, people would be like, he kicked us out. It was great. Yeah. It was yeah. great. He threw us out. Like, we went there to get thrown out. I would love to be the throwout comic. Like, where, where it's like, you just don't get your money back. You don't get your food or drinks. You just have to leave and you have to pay what you ordered. And and you're still like, it was fucking great. We got kicked out 15 minutes into his set. It was it was all. And he kicked my husband out because he said my husband's eyes were too blue. It's hilarious. <laughs> I would love to be the kick out comic. I would fucking love it, dude. That's all I want. It's all about the experience. Yeah, I want to cultivate the experience where I, if you come to one of my shows, you're going to get thrown out for nothing, for no reason. If you're talking, absolutely go. But if your eyes are too blue or you're too attractive as a man, like you have silver hair and like broad shoulders, I'll throw you out. If you're too, if you're too muscular, if you look like you've uh, ran a marathon, if I crowd work you and it turns out you have run a marathon, you're out of here. Uh, just, you know, if you own two dogs that are the same breed, go get out. You're gone. Right. I mean, oh, you're a rescue. You're a, you refer to yourself yeah. as a dog mom and your kids or your dogs as fur babies. You're out of here. 
Oh yeah, dude. If if I did any crowd work, I'd be like, "Do you have dogs? Are you a dog mom? Would you call yourself a dog mom?" And the lady's like, "Yeah." I'd be like, "You need to go." And then just <laughs> a, you know, just I would love to set people up to for me to throw them out. I would love that to be my whole act. <laughs> You're one of those comics I'd be afraid to sit in the front row, like you know, if I already knew you, like <laughs> yeah. Because you you no. pry you pry like even on this podcast no one else does this but it's a good thing I think you're very funny like this is a this is a compliment I just think it's like hilarious how you like pry which is is great for crowd work and comedy like well I mean you know I'm not I, I'm I try to be fucking uh in the yeah room, engaging you, know? you engage with everybody yeah I don't mm-hmm. want to be I don't I I think I'm a hard laugh I don't know if you're you're a pretty hard laugh right Steve. Yeah, kind of. Well, it depends. David's a fuck. David's a fucking whore. He's easy to make him laugh. Dude, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah he'll, really. He'll, he'll give me the time of day at all. Yeah, you'll yeah, go somebody like, oh, man, I poop my pants. You're like, yeah. <laughs> what? But like, I'm like, I'm like a, I'm a pretty hard laugh. So like, I when I watch stand up, I want to laugh. It's my favorite thing in the world. Comedy is my favorite thing. But right. it's like, if I see something, I'm like, dude. There was a guy, okay, for example, we were doing a show and I was up like in the middle of the lineup and one of my buddies is crowd working a guy and he asked the guy, what did, did he get a, did he get any pets over quarantine? Like the weirdest question. He was like, did you buy a pet or get a pet? And the guy's like, well, yeah, I got a snake. And my buddy just goes, okay. And moves on. (laughs) And so I went up after him. I was like, how is nobody talking about how this fucking weirdo got a snake during quarantine? I was like, do you have, do you live in an apartment? And he's like, yeah. I was like, with roommates? He's like, yeah. I was like, go fuck yourself, dude. What are you doing? You got a murder animal when everybody had to be locked down and whatever. It's like, <laughs> no, nobody ever expanded on this guy getting a snake. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, I would rather, yeah. it's more fun when somebody's like in the room doing the shit you know what i mean i don't know we yeah. were talking about that before how it's like you do you do your act the same for four years how boring yeah how right. boring to just be it is boredom for a lot of comics yeah. like i just started doing crowd work after years of just like getting if it would just start off as hecklers and like i would have fun interacting with hecklers but then after a while i'd be like just interacting and it's so much more fun when it goes well you know Dude, yeah. At Hilarities, that crowd work show, you've done jokes on you, right? Uh, no, no. That that show fucking, that show's so fun. It's John mm-hmm. Burton and Bill Squire. Actually, I'm a pussy because I've passed up offers to do it and I just haven't done it yet. Oh, dude, you should do it. It's, it's yeah. so fun. There was a dude in the front row in Cleveland where I was like, I, he said he'd been to jail. I found out that he had been to jail. He wouldn't tell me what for. So I said, I'm going to assume it was a cum crime. <laughs> because if you're if you're embarrassed of it, it was a cum crime, and he got a little weird, and then he started, and then he started like kind of. I was like, "Hey, jailbird, relax," because I know if you get up and you're mad enough, you're gonna pop your shirt off, and you're gonna have one white supremacist tattoo under there, <laughs> right? So yeah. it gets like a big laugh, and he's like, "I was like, am I right?" And he's like, "Yeah," and he's like, kind of. He's laughing and he's like kind of like disarmed. He's like, okay. And I was like, is it four sevens with their butts touching? And, <laughs> and he was like, and then like, dude, I like I have tried to work that into crowd work forever since then. Cause I think four yeah. sevens with their butts touching is really funny. That took that was me like, a second to get it. 
but yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's a swast. Yeah, swast. Was that on the spot you, you came up with that? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. That's <laughs> I, I total I have the video of it. I totally like stumbled over it because I'm like trying to process. Is it four? Is it yeah. Are they sevens? I'm not, you know, I'm not a neo-Nazi. I don't know what it looks like. I don't look at it every day like you, David. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, on uh, right in front of me, it yeah. is four sevens. You know, Andrew Rudick? Yeah, we very met. Funny. Um, he claims, now this is his claim. I'm not saying it about him, but he claims he's terrible at crowd work mm-hmm. because he's too nice. And I'm like, that is your crowd work, is that he can, the, the benefit of his crowd work is he can be the victim. You know what I mean? Like, you can you can say something and he can be like fuck i'm sorry and it's so funny because he's such a pussy but like he's so he and i are starting a crowd work show at go bananas after you know we all get vaccinated and we can kiss and it's going to be me and rudick on the sides of the stage while comics do crowd work so we have bailout mics so they if the crowd's bad they can talk to us or whatever but it's like he wants to learn how to be better at crowd work. And I'm like, just keep being a victim, dude. You know, just keep like letting the crowd get the better of you. Cause yeah. so many comics want to, so many comics want to go up and then like beat the crowd. But like some people aren't beatable. I had a little person in like the front row of a show one time and I was doing a joke and he just to heckle me stood up on the chair and everybody in the room was like dying at this dude. Cause he was like, <laughs> He was like standing up to like order a drink. And I was like, and I, and I said, I said something. I was like, I was like, why don't you sit back down? And he's like, well, they can't see me ordering a drink. And I go, well, then just tell me and I'll order your drink, stupid. And then he told me his drink order. So I do it over the microphone. I'm like, no, get out. And he like walked down the aisle. Dude, it was, he's like, I mean, there's certain times you just can't win. You yeah. have to like give it, give it up. What do you say it? to a, a guy like that that it isn't a cheap shot? Like, don't get short with me, you know, like stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, and I'm trying to like avoid that. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. it's like, I don't know. So it's like, I don't want to go in on this guy. He was cool. Yeah. He was just like, he has, he was a little person who's since come to a bunch of the shows at Go Bananas, but he's like a little guy who's like, Yo, I the, the, nobody sees me. They think it's an empty chair, and I, I fucking I get it. I'm like, I'll help you out, bro. Like you know, and then it, it's kind of more endearing to an audience when I'm like helping the guy out, and then I threw him out, and then maybe I, I asked him what he did. I asked him. Oh no, I did ask him if he rode his dog to the show. <laughs> yeah, did that? Did that segue into the horse bit? No, dude, he fucking loved it. That that horse thing isn't even a bit. I want to no. do a bit about a horse bar. But that, uh, that uh, no, he fucking loved that shit. And afterwards, he's like, hey, what's up? My name's Shorty. And I'm like, all right, guy, get the fuck away from me. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm like, what are you talking about? Say your name something else. What's your real name? Scott. Travis. <laughs> yeah, I'm Travis. <laughs> can you imagine? I, I, can you imagine, like, your wife or your partner giving birth and you look at your baby, your new baby, and you're like, oh, my God, let's name him Rodney. <laughs> I have a friend named Rodney. <laughs> That's a crazy name. It's, it's like, what? You're what? looking at a baby and being like, we'll call him Rod for short. That's insane. <laughs> Rob Stewart. Like, Roddy. Mr. Yeah, Roddy. And Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Carrington was like, 
we got it. <laughs> oh, that's perfect for it. Like, if you have the perfect last name, you can name anybody, right? Like Rodney Carrington. That is a great yeah, name. Here in the South, I think Rodney's like, yeah, let's name him Rodney. Like, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we'll call him Hot Rod. Yeah, Hot Rod. <laughs> Rodney. Ow. The one good thing, though, is if, you, if you're like a workout dude, they can call you Roddy the Body. Yeah. Mm. That's hot. Rodney the Bodney. <laughs> Rodney the Bodney, dude. I hate that. No, I love Rodney the Bodney. <laughs> well, it looks like somebody's changing his stage name. <laughs> I love that you named your cat Randy, too. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's my dad. That's my dad's name. And uh, I don't have a, I haven't talked to my dad in about four summer Olympics. He owes me like twenty. <laughs> he owes me like twenty-one Christmas presents, so I don't really talk. Twenty-one to him. popsicles. Yeah, my dad. <laughs> my dad owes me twenty-one happy birthdays, so I don't really talk to him. And I thought it would be funny if I just named my cat after my dad, so I named him Randy. And my dad found out from my cousin, and he called me. He's like, "What is this shit you named your cat, Randy?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude." And he's like, "It's not funny." I was like, "Dude, it is fucking funny." And he tried to be like, change its name. And I was like, no, I'm a grown man. I'll beat you up now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's cool when you can just openly tell your dad you'll beat him up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm at the age and of the ilk where I can now say, dude, dad, I will beat your ass and be dead serious. <laughs> can you imagine how hillbilly that that's so Ohio? To square up on your own dad. Yeah. At least full <laughs> Nelson him into submission or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Make him tap. That's that's gotta be more uh, satisfying than actually punching somebody out. Just making him tap, <laughs> making him willingly give up. <laughs> yeah. His arms are flailing. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Put him in the, the sharpshooter. Oh man. Um yeah, crowd work. That's oh, he's frozen. We oh, lost no. him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Well, we're waiting. Let's throw on that, that Nick Turner clip and then bring it home. Got a dog um, from uh, the free pile. <laughs> There's two kinds of dogs you can get. You can pay $3,000 for like a purebred for like mm, the cream of the crap. Just like the best fucking dog who's like just one type of dog. You know? Mm, just the best one. And that costs thousands of dollars. And then you take that home and then you watch him die in your living room. Uh, <laughs> but, or you could get a free dog and put him in the same spot. So that's what I did. It's a bit of more, uh, you know, of a grab bag type of, you never know when you're going to get it. You know, he's got some problems. He's four years old for the first time, which makes him a real rescue. I'm sick of everyone getting a dog at a shelter calling it a rescue, and sometimes they're not that right. <laughs> I have a friend who just rescued a three-month-old puppy that looks like it was sculpted by Michelangelo. <laughs> I look at this dog I read. You rescue. Everyone wants that dog. I would throw my dog in the river right now to get that dog. Is that, a, is that possible? We're shutting the door on me getting that dog. Okay. You, res you rescued him from, from the Westminster Dog Show. Where he was about to suffocate under the weight of all those gold medals. <laughs> rescued a fucking dog 
He's four. He's got a collapsing trachea, and he spends 100% of the day attempting to lick the inside of my mouth off. (laughs) (laughs) Not great socially. I did it. I'm a real guy. I didn't want the credit. We picked the shelter that we got our dog at because it was the only shelter uh, that didn't want to do a home visit, which I found incredibly insulting as a guy trying to do a nice thing. Uh, A home visit, if you don't know, uh, is where they want to come to your house and snoop around to make sure your home, where you live, is good enough for a currently homeless dog. Well, I think the only other alternative is that they kill it. <laughs> so they come around and like, this is dusty. They got magazines everywhere. Anybody want to pick up socks? Can that dog live here? Get the gun. So anyway, we, we, we found a shelter that didn't ask so many damn questions. Yeah, that guy's great. Yeah, yeah. he's he uh, he has a podcast with Nick Vatterat. Oh, yeah, that explains it. Nick Vatterat's fucking hilarious. One of oh, my yeah. favorites. I've listened to Nick Turner's album Yelling before, and I didn't really, I don't know, maybe it was because I was like doing stuff. Because I'll put on stand up when I'm cleaning around the house just to like have something on and, you know, maybe, maybe yeah. I'll find something that, that's funny or I'll like log something away like, oh, this would be great if we talk about, you know, adopted pets or whatever. I didn't even remember this bit and then I listened to it this morning and I was like oh that's really funny I mean you know he starts by talking about you know getting his dog from the free pile that's a funny yeah funny way to yeah, describe that's it it's funny yeah the weight of the metal so funny yeah. yeah yeah dude I rescued him from the Westminster dog show <laughs> <laughs> do you guys think can I, can I can I run a bit do you guys think this is funny yeah, yeah. I never, I haven't talked to people in like days. Um, do, do you think it's funny that people who act the worst at gas stations are never there to get gas? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, what are you doing here? Is that a Why? joke? Is that Why? something? Wait, is that like a thing? Because like, I kind of know what you mean, but it's kind of hard for me to get where, you, where you're coming from. Like, is it uh, just like weirdos that hang out at the gas station? or It's like every... Right. It's just like every time you see that there's an issue at the gas, where like the gas station worker is like, you have to get out. That person never is like, well, they get me 10 on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. Like, you know what I mean? They're they like, were cigarillos. They're always like causing an issue because they didn't have like, yeah, they're like, listen, I came in here, you, I called, and you said you had Twix milk, and you lied to me. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. Oh. Right, it's always over like blunt roll, like blunt reps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, sir. I said it's we had Twix right. and milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, Twix they milk. Make, make, they Wait, make they Twix milk. Andrew, Andrew oh Rudick God. drinks it. Wow. All right. They also That's... make Snickers milk. <laughs> make milk out of everything now. Oh, Snickers milk sounds so weird. Hey, like coffee if creamer. If you can make milk out of a, if you can make milk out of a cashew, you better start making milk out of almond joys. Or I'm yeah, done. Yeah. Right, <laughs> almond joy milk. 
that'd be good to mix with coffee. That's it's they're always arguing about like the least expensive thing in the store, like causing a scene about like the, the lowest priced item. Like, what do you mean you don't have white owls? <laughs> I feel I feel like it's always too a lot of cigarette and tobacco based arguments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the cheapest cigs too. It's like, man, Kentucky's best is forty nine fifty for a carton. I'll fucking kill you, dude. It's like leave. Just get out of here. Stop smoking. Raise your kids. <laughs> it's yeah. the same guy every day too. He comes back like it's always a repeat offender. You know they know him by name. They know where he lives. They have like the the what are the other employees to drive him home. Well, yeah, because you're, if you're a regular at a gas station, you you literally have never left. Gas yeah. is for people to get it and go. If you're hanging out at a gas station, you're a problem. That's the name get-go. That's what it the is. The business yeah. model is for you to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Here's some petroleum. Right. It's not like you stay longer and you're going to buy more gas. Yeah. Like at a restaurant, yeah. you know. It's not how you, you have to go away from the place to be a patron of that place. You have yeah. to leave it. Yeah. I think if I think it should be a law that you're not allowed to hang out at a gas station for more than 10 minutes. Right. You have a 10 minute time limit. Unless it's a travel stop. And I think everybody... (laughs) And I think you have to walk in and press a button and your timer starts down. (laughs) Yeah. And an alarm goes off if you're up for long. Even in the name of most gas stations, it's like one stop, get go. They're telling you with the name of the place to get the fuck... Yeah. 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 The gas station's names are like gone get... (laughs) <laughs> See, uh, speedway please yeah. <laughs> sit go yeah what are you st- british petroleum <laughs> well, that stands for be on your way <laughs> need that yeah even in in jersey like they they pump your gas for you we don't even want you to get out love of your that. car. Dude, I love being served. <laughs> Full service? Mm. Yeah. Pump my gas, pick me up, put me back in my car. Yeah, <laughs> carry, carry me around in this chair. Carry me. Well, I mean, you can't do that if you're on a horse, though. Why are you at a gas station with a horse? The horse is doing the, all the work. It's literally carrying me to my destination. Hmm. Yeah. Where are you taking your horse That's next, fine. Ram? Were you on the you on the road uh, in uh, January? I am on the road in January, fifteenth and sixteenth. I am featuring for Mike Cronin at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's and it. Then, now, well, tentatively in March, I'm in Key West. Okay. Ooh, not a bad place to be in March. At at the, I'm I'm gonna try to get the vaccine immediately. I'm gonna do stolen valor. I'm gonna dress up like a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> Going that far into Florida, yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. 
out of Florida. I mean, it's an island. Yeah, it's like the farthest you can go into Florida. <laughs> I don't think, but I don't think, I'm not driving. I'm going to fly. I don't think. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking drive to Key West. Oh, yeah, I left Ohio fucking six weeks ago. On <laughs> my horse. Uh, I'm going to try to get the vaccine in Feb so I can go. There you go. Stolen valor. That's funny. Yeah, I'm gonna dress up. I'm gonna dress up like a nurse, but I'm gonna get the one from the Halloween store. So I'm just gonna look <laughs> as hell when I get vaccinated. They're gonna be like, "What hospital do you work at?" And be like, "Oh, you, wouldn't you like to know?" I'm gonna say really cute. Wouldn't you like to know, constable? <laughs> and, and that's how I'm gonna get the vac. Yeah, I'm gonna double just at my arm. Tell people to follow me on Instagram at Ram Barnaclo. That would be nice. Yeah, let's get him some follows. Um, check out, go down to Key West if you have a horse and the ability to get down there. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, and then eventually you'll have that show where you can throw people out and people can listen to this episode and be like, oh shit, let's, let's go experience Ram in all of his glory. I can't fucking wait to be the throwout comic. That's it. That's alt. Oh, so I will be alt. <laughs> there it is. Florida alt. You can control alt delete people from the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. right. Get out. I'm alt. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. All right, Rand. Thanks for jumping on the podcast. Uh, thanks for, for, thanks, dude. Yeah. Sharing that that bit that will never see the light of day ever again. Sorry, I didn't stay on topic. <laughs> oh, dude, we never do. Yeah, I figured it. I, I try to keep like try to find segues to get back to the topic at hand, but <laughs> yeah. it doesn't always work. It's like you know, it's like doing crowd work. You just go with what the what the audience <laughs> gives you, rather than try to like yeah stick to a script Enter- or something. Entertainment is just as important as topic. So, mm-hmm. you know. absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And, uh, I think we okay, did well, I don't want to. I don't want to have any regrets. This is one of the better episodes we've had, in my opinion. So, and we've had a lot of great guests on. So, this is definitely a compliment. Been honestly my favorite guest. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, and that that means a lot coming from the staff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hard laugh. Remember? <laughs> Thanks, dude. Next time we'll just list my whole album and embarrass me. Cool. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> All right, thanks, Ran. Uh, thanks the for jumping track on. by track breakdown. Would literally, that literally sounds like sounds like my nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> See, the problem is right now I only headline like D and C rooms. Like I do like comedy ball. Kicking those people out, they would probably fucking stab me, dude. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. Not yet. Ran, thanks again um, for yeah. helping us prove that you know, no matter if it's an emotional support bird or a horse or a dog or a cat and you whether you rescued it or kidnapped it or adopted it you can laugh at that and podcast special thanks to gold knock studio you can find gold knock studio for all your podcasting needs at goldenoxstudio.com uh, hit up jeremy he is fantastic to work with professional uh, he makes podcasting easy and uh, if you're if you've been kicking the tires on starting your own podcast definitely give gold knock studio a look 
If you'd like to weigh in on today's topic, follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod, or like us on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That, and tell us how you did laugh at today's topic or how you didn't. This is all about the conversation, is what I'm saying. All right. Bye.